Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Do not despise the wind that blew you. Do 
Do not despise the force that took you. Just rejoice in the fact that you are in the right place at the right time to do the thing that God has called you to do. Positioning. Positioning. Many of you have been through a shift. A shifting time. Things you thought wouldn't move did move. People you thought wouldn't move got up and walked away. Jobs you thought you'd always have shook out from under your reach. You thought, Lord, what in the world is going on? My whole life feels like a great big earthquake hit it. Everything's shaking and everything's going crazy. It is not crazy. God has a strategy to position you, and it took every wind and every storm and every attack and, yes, every hater. God used your haters to push you to a place of positioning for divine purpose. Rahab's house was positioned right. It was the last stop before crossing over. The harlot's house was on the wall. You have been positioned. You have been positioned. To those of you that have not yet been positioned, you are in a process of moving your life into alignment so that you can be positioned correctly for divine purpose. Positioned correctly. Everything can, everything can change. Fall in love with nothing. Don't have a couch you got to have. Don't have a car you got to have. Don't have a friend you got to have. Just be open before the Lord and say, Lord, at this season in my life, whatever you do with me is okay. Whoever you bring in my life is okay. Whoever you don't want in my life, take them out of my life. I want to be positioned where you want me to be so I can do what you call me to do. I am assuming the position. Touch three women say, get in the position, girl. Get in the position. That's why you got to get your credit straight. That's why you got to get your business straight. That's why you got to get your mind straight. That's why you got to be exposed to the right people. That's why you got to get the right attitude, because God is positioning you. He is positioning you. And if you don't accept the position, you won't get the miracle. Ask the woman with the issue of blood. She couldn't get healed till she got in the right position. So she said, I'm not getting healed where I am, so I'm going to have to press out of my comfort zone and get in the position so that the miracle can happen. Still to come on the Potter's Touch. It takes courage to be different. It takes courage to go where you've never gone before. For some of you, it took courage to come to this conference. It takes courage to get you outside of the box. It takes courage to be successful. It takes courage to win. People don't talk about people that don't win. If you win, they're going to talk about you. Do you have the courage to stand there though the storms keep raging and the people get to talking and you stand there and say, I've come too far to turn around? That's your girlfriend and say, do you have the courage? Women are in the spiritual warfare. They're in a fight going on. If you had been like you used to be, you would have gone crazy. But you got some kind of crazy peace. This is the peace of God. I'm in pain. They said, do you want me to call a doctor? Exposure, courage, knowledge, positioning, peace. 
want to talk to you, number two, about the exposure. I want you to understand that this text teaches the power of exposure. The reason Joshua sends spies over into the promised land, even though he knows the land, is to expose the next generation to what he sees. You cannot expect your children to be excited about what you're excited about if you don't expose them to what you see. This is a season for exposure. Exposure is going to come in an unparalleled fashion beyond the demographics of your environment, your friends, and your comfort zone. God is going to put you in some strange places, expose you to some new things, give you new favor beyond anything you ever imagined before. God is wetting your appetite. He's giving you a taste test for the next season that's coming in your life. He is exposing you. Joshua cannot work with people who have not been exposed on the level of his exposure. He either has to bring them up or let them die in the wilderness. Either you come up higher and you get the same vision or you got to get out of my way because something is about to happen in my life. Listen to what Elijah and Elijah say. Elijah says to Elijah, give me a double portion of your spirit. I want the promise. Elijah says to Elijah, if you see me when I'm taken up, you can have a double portion of my spirit. One translation says, if you see what I see, you can have a double portion of my spirit. You can't get what I got if you don't see what I see. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Touch your sister next to you and say, he's exposing you. Out of your comfort zone. Out of the norm. Away from what you're used to. Away from your circle of friends. God is putting you in an environment that you're going to feel uncomfortable. You're not going to fit. You're going to have to learn again. You're going to have to think again. You're going to have to read again. You're going to have to pray again. But God is exposing you. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but somebody. So you've been positioned. The house is on the wall. They built the harlot's house as close to the edge as they could. One foot further and she was out. You're right on the edge. One more foot. One more step. One more push. One more. One more. And your eyes have not seen. Your ears have not heard. Neither have entered into your heart the things that God has in store for them that love it. But it has been revealed unto us by spirit. He said, you can't even imagine it, but I'm revealing it in your spirit. You get it in your spirit before you get it in your life. You get it in your spirit before you get it in your checkbook. You get it in your spirit 
before you get it in your ministry. You're healed in your spirit before you're healed in your body. You're free in your spirit before you're free in your life. You are blessed on the inside before you're blessed on the outside. What you are feeling in your belly is a preview of what God is about to do in your life. So you've been positioned. Number two, you've been exposed. Number three, you got to have the courage. Rahab, I know she was a harlot, but she had courage. She had great courage. She had the courage to withstand the king of Jericho at the risk of her life. She had the courage to take a stand for what she believed. She had the courage to hide the spies at the risk of losing her life. She had the courage. Do you have the courage to act outwardly on what you see inwardly? Or will you die a dreamer? Will you die on the verge and on the edge and in the land of coulda, woulda, and shoulda? The strong hand rules the roost. Do you have the courage? I'm, I'm going to drop something on you. It takes courage to be successful. It is far easier not to be successful. Misery will always have company. Success breeds contempt. If you don't want to make waves, be mediocre. Be normal and fit in. And if you're more concerned about people than you are God, then neutralize everything he put in you. Just fit in with everybody else. Dress like them, walk like them, act like them, eat like them, go where they go, think like they think, do what they do. And once you neutralize your uniqueness, you don't need courage. It takes courage to be different. It takes courage to go where you've never gone before. For some of you, it took courage to come to this conference. It takes courage to get you outside of the box. It takes courage to be successful. It takes courage to win. People don't talk about people that don't win. If you win, they're going to talk about you. Do you have the courage to stand there though the storms keep raging and the people get to talking and you stand there and say, I've come too far to turn around? Touch your girlfriend and say, do you have the courage? I'm going I'm to say something to you. It takes courage to be exceptional. It takes courage to be wise. It takes courage to be rich. It takes courage to be educated. It takes courage to be knowledgeable. Because the moment you do, but you, you don't talk like you, oh, you don't got, forgot where you came from. Look at you talking. It takes courage. And I'm just wondering, in this weak, watered-down, mediocre society that we live in today, 
in this reality TV world we live in today, I'm wondering if there's anybody left that's got the courage to say, after all I've been through, and all my ancestors have been through, and all my parents have been through, I didn't come through all of that just to fit in with normalcy. I have the courage to go after my dream and stand for the Lord. Is there a woman left in this entire Colosseum that's got some courage? back home. I'm through staying in my place. I'm through sitting back and being quiet. The kingdom suffered violence and the violence take it back. The fourth lesson and I'm almost done. Anybody getting anything out of this? The fourth lesson is the knowledge. The knowledge. You must have knowledge beyond your parameters. How in the world did this harlot have knowledge of international affairs? She's a hooker. She's a madam. She's a mistress. And when the spies walked up to her and started talking about Israel, she said, yeah, I know something about that. I know something. We heard about that. We heard about what God did for you. We understand international affairs. God said your knowledge must go beyond your situation. You have to know something about things that you haven't received yet. You gotta start reading things you've never read before, going to places you've never gone before, so that when God opens the door, you're not trying to get ready, you got to already be ready. I wish I had a thousand women that had escaped me to open there. Jump up on your feet and holler, I'm ready! Because your prayer partner doesn't understand it doesn't mean that God's not going to give it to you. In fact, God said, I'll give you houses that you didn't build and vineyards that you didn't grow. You've got to get ready for it so you can run it. Hey, friends, we're out of time. We've got to stop right there. It's been a real joy to have the opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you. There is a process before the promise. You cannot have progress without process. If you go through the process, then you earn the right for the progress. May God bless you and may heaven smile upon you. Thank you for watching The Pecking Order right here on The Potter's Touch. Have a good one. Are you sure you can handle the process before you ask for the promise? To him who much is given, much is required. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you'll receive Cheering You On on CD from Bishop Jake's Challenging Theories, Press In and Win. The very fact that the enemy attacked you is a sign you have value. And when your gift is $70 or more, you'll receive Press In and Win on four DVDs. For you to get here and die, tell hell no!
who had less and did more, who are cheering you on. However, when your gift is $125 or more, you'll receive the Press In and Win 4-Message DVD set, the ultimate collection of MegaFest 2015 on 14 CDs, and your very own MegaFest mini-book. Now is the time to press in and win.
just begin to thank God for the promises. Hallelujah. 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 He's sure to come through. Don't give up. Don't give up. Just when you think you're about to give up, this when you think it's over. I promise you, that's when he steps in. That's when he showed himself strong. That's when he proved himself to you. Somebody hold on a little while longer. Hold on a little while longer. Hallelujah, Jesus. I see you smiling. Life is tearing you apart. Looking good on the outside I can feel your heart You feel helpless and hopeless Isolated and confused You feel like life has no purpose So let these words encourage you You, you, you shall leave
good afternoon. Stingray music, all good vibes. Stingray music, all good vibes. All right, Rashid the Kumbusia the Kumbrand the Gosashi 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 Harambashi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, yes, 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 Father Yandi to go and did the Gandhi to go and did the Garan, the Shiri to Kumbaka, Horombosi, Shiri Kandeshe, Harandeshi to Kumbaka, Horombosi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, Yara to Kumbosi, Shara to Kumbaka, Harakosi, Shiri Koseke, Handi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, Harambrande, Harambosi, Shiri Kandra, Sekusi to Kasaka. Harambroshi, she looked and rushed to go saka. Harambroshi, the Gassan rushed to go say. Harambroshi, the Gossay, she looked go say, she looked go say, she looked go say, Starakasa, yes, Father Yumbu Shaka. Karasaka, yes, Lord Sheshe Korumbaka. Karakasa, Harambose, yes, Father Yasero Kosete. Harandeke, Humbra Saraka. Harandeke, Humbra Saraka. Harandeke, Horro Sereke, Sherambosa, Sheragasa, Sheragose. Yes, 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 Lord. We praise your name. Yande de Kosaka. Yande de Koseke. Yes, Father. Yande de Kumbose. Gandesha. Kahande de Kumbose. Shakande. Yande de Koseche. Kassandra. Sekese de Kumbose. Kandeke. Father. Yande de Koseke. Harombo. Sarayambo. Seke. Harombo. Sarayakombo. Harendi de Kumbose, yes, Lord, we praise your name, Daddy God. Yaka ha 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 ha, nyun yaka ha. Yaka ha ha ha, nyasede de Kumbaka. Yes, Father, Yorosa, Shendeke, Shirokose, Horose, Shandrasa de Kosaka, Horose, Shandasa, Shiduro Kumbose, Kehe, Yande de Kumbrande de Kasande de Kose. Yes, the Roko, the Prandere Kasa, yes, Father Yasa Roko Brose, Dedere Kanda. Thank you, Holy Spirit Yasa Roko Randike. Thank you, Father Gaha. Yara Roko Se. Yara Roko Sa. Yes, Daddy Ga. Yandere Kose. Yandere Kosandike. Horombo Kaha. Father God, let the glory of God begin to shine forth. Let the word of God begin to pour forth. Riandirko says, the spirit, the anointing of Christ. Oh, Father God, Yurko Saka, work through us today. Oh, yes, Lord. Haramboke, 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 
Haromboke shandir gose dirga sandir gose dirga sandir gose haromboke shandir gose shir gose shir gose haromboke shandir gose shir gose shir gose haromboke shandir gose yes 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 the father that I call the power shir the anointing of Christ shandir go moving in a great and mighty way shandir go continue to speak to our hearts father yes shir gose continue to speak to our hearts Lord shandir shir gose continue to speak to our hearts father yandir go ndir gandir go ndir gandir go ndir gandir Yes, Father, we praise your name. We glorify you, Daddy God. Oh, now, change, change, change. Yandiki, aha. Transitional, shandit change, shedagusaka. Anointing, shedagun change, shedagusiki, yandaka. Yes, yes, yes. The power of God entering in, yandasadagusaka. The power of God entering in, Lord. Mm. Speak to our hearts, Holy Spirit. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our hearts. Holy Spirit, mm, mm, mm. yes, 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 Father. Yonder the Kusaka. Thank you, Father God. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Holy Spirit, oh, shine the Kusaka. Oh, Father God, we just glorify your name. Hallelujah, Shikada. Speak to our hearts. Mm, mm, mm. Holy Spirit, yes, 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 Daddy God. Oh, Father God. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, 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 Lord. Rondi the Gosa Didi at a Kanda. Now release that, Lord. Release that. Shandirukusa. Release that. Shandirukusa. Release that. Sharoseke Yarakumbaka. Release that, Father. Yasir Gose, Shirgose, Shirgose. Release that, Lord. Romba Sarakasa. Rose Sharakumbuke. Sharambosa, Father God, we praise your name, Shirakose. We glorify you, Rambra Shirakose. It's the anointing of Christ, the Spirit of God, the Word of God, the covering of God, the power of God. Speak to our hearts, Father God. Let us embrace you, Lord. Let us embrace you, Father. Yes, it'll go Let us embrace you, Father God. Thank you, Daddy God. Let us embrace you, Shadokos, and the power of your word. We thank you. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. We thank you, Daddy God. Yes. Because of you, Christ Jesus. Because of you. Oh, yes, Father God. Just take a moment. Just let the presence of God enter in. Let the Spirit of God just come forth and enter in wherever you're at right now. 
Let the presence, the power, the anointing, the love of Christ enter in. Let him speak to your heart right now. Let him speak to your soul. Let him speak to you right now. You need to hear from him. You need to experience him. You need to have a touch from God right now. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, Lord. Touch us. Touch us, Daddy God. Touch us. Right now, Father God. Let us hear from you. In the midst of the turmoil, the hurt, the pain, the struggle, even the opposition from the enemy, let us hear from you. As you're caught on a shift has occurred. Mm. A shift has occurred. Mm, a shift has occurred. Mm, do not back down from what God has told you. Mm. Do not back down from what God has told you. God has been speaking, guiding, directing you. Do not back down. Stand firm. Trust Him. Trust him. Do not back down. Has he let you down in the past? 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 So why do you think he would be doing it now? Why would he be taking you down a certain path? To make a fool out of you, to get you cause hurt or pain. No. No, that is unlike your God. That is not his nature. That is not he's not saying, How what can I do to, to, to destroy you? What can I do to cause you hurt and pain? That is not your God. You got a God of love. Mm, mm, mm. He's been striving to get you back to him. He just wants you to come back to him and to come closer and get to know him, to become intimate with him. Mm, mm, mm. In the midst of your struggle, he wants you to recognize how much his hand is upon your life. In the midst of your pain, he wants you to see how much he's still holding and caring you. That's the enemy who seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he does. That's his nature. But it's not God. Jesus sacrificed himself to regain what was lost. He's not doing stuff to destroy you, to hurt you, to maim you. No. He just wants you to know that you need him. He wants you to know him. He wants you to know that without him, you ain't going to be able to make it. He's the only one who overcame. And he says in his word that I can do all things through Christ so you can overcome whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever it is that you're facing, whatever situation or circumstance that's in front of you right now saying it's not going to happen, saying no, saying uh-uh. But God said, what did I show you? What did I tell you? 
<clears throat> That's what he's saying right now. So don't back down. Don't stop. Seek God for specific directions. Seek God for strength, perseverance, patience, whatever it is you need. Seek him, but don't back down. you too much in the game to stop and turn around and say, no, don't do it. It's a trick of the enemy. Grab hold of his word and let his word give you some strength, direction. See, ask him for wisdom. He gives it to you. Ask him for it. Wisdom walking around saying, who wants me? Ask him for wisdom. Then submit and become quiet and still and listen to the voice of wisdom. Mm, Oh, Jesus. The God that formed the universe. The God that formed everything you can see, touch, taste, or feel. The God that created you and me, the atoms. All of this. Wisdom was there with them. So everything that you see was formed and wisdom was there. Ask wisdom to come and help you with what you're dealing with. She's not trying to withhold herself. Ask wisdom to just come and say, would you come and show me this? Would you speak to my life? Ask her and she will come. But you got to be humble. Wisdom is like the Holy Spirit. You got to be humble. You got to be submissive. You got to empty your vessel. Don't come up with your preconceived knowledge. See, you can have the wisdom of man, but the wisdom of God is so much more. You can have the knowledge of man, but the knowledge of God is so much more. So come and avail yourself to the things that God wants you to have and just begin to walk in it and let him carry and keep you. Because, mm-hmm. see, his ways are not our ways. Ah, yeah, that'll go set that. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Ah, yeah, that'll go set that. We can't even imagine what he desires to do in our life. So just stand still. Don't back down. Don't stop. Don't turn around. Don't get off. Just continue to say, praise you, Jesus, on walking the fullness of what he's called you to walk. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All righty. Anybody on the line want to pray? Anybody on the line want to pray once? Anybody on the line want to pray twice? All righty then. Guess we can start off with the list then.
Okay, okay, Dougie, Smokey. Where's the list at? Too nice and nice. Okay.
Tarisa, hundred 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 go say she go say she raka raka. Boilers on the strickland. Say she go say she go say she go say she go raka raka. Ridge. Say she go say she go say she go say she go raka raka. Ricardo family. Hundred 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 hundred. Rasa go say she go say she go say raka raka. Jakira. Hush she go say she go say she go say she go say she go raka raka. Kim Gavon, Hushida go say she 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 Hush to go say she 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 go say go say she 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 go say Natasha, hush it go say she go say she go saga saka. Wayne Bridges, how did the gun to the gun to the gun? Run to go say she go say she go say she go rasa saka. Trina, hush it go say she 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 go saga saka. Man in the wheelchair, hand run to go say she go say she go say she run to run she go say she go say she run to go sa. Run to go say she go say she go say she run to go sa. Run daka saka. And everybody else on the list. Shandra Morgan Farley, hush to go say she 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 go say Nick Brandon, Holly Samantha, Hush to go say she 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 Faith, Faith, Justice, Love, Muhammad, Hush, she go say, 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 she go say
Chris Hodges Jr., Attorney Elijah. Daniel Watson and the Watson family. Okay, Pastor Titus Anderson. Ernest Kaplan. Bush. 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 Mark Eaton Jr. Hush to go fish to go saga, sakra. Chris Hush to go fish to go saga, sakra. Thomas Lawrence Shishi to go fish to go fish to go fish to go saga, sakra. Wiley Horton Hunter to go to the Gandarashi to go fish to go saga, sakra. Lisa Brown Harashi to go fish to go fish to go fish to go saga, sakra. Levi Brewer Hunter to go to the Gandarashi to go saga, sakra. Dante, Hushi to go fish, you go fish, you go fish, you go saga, sakra. New Legacy Academy, Hushi to go fish, you go fish, you go saga, sakra. RC, Hushi to go fish, you go fish, you go saga, sakra. Punch Jelly, Janai Kanishan, Aiden, Hunter, Gunner, Gunnarashi to go saka, sakra. Steelman College, Hushi to go fish, you go fish, you go saga, sakra. Marguerite Lowen Family, Hushi to go fish, you go fish, you go saga, sakra. I got Thomas Lawrence, Wiley Hood. Lisa Brown, Levi Brewer, Dante, Yanni Garrasu, Lugosi, Shaka. New Legacy Camp, RC, Punch Jail, Janai, Patient 8, Stillman College, Marie Lowen Family, and a Satanic Pro After School Program. Haraka Shiru, Boshi, Hindi, Lila, Kon Broshika, Kon Deshi, Dibi, Kon Randi, Lika, Saka. Giri, Lika, Sishan, Rasi, Lika, Kon Boshi, Lika, San, Rasi, Lugosi, Shirugosista, Sakara. Amen, amen, amen. All right, that's my three. Got all the rest of them to do. Anybody want to do any? Speak now, forever hold your peace. You got deceased in the hospital, sick and shut in, abused in addiction, unsafe. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Going once. Going twice. All right then. Okay, I'm gonna pray for deceased in hospital. She should go see. She 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 go see. Granda. Who she go see? She go see. She go see. She go see. She go see. Granda. Who she go see? She go see. Granda. Sakra. Unsay. Who she go see? She go see. She go see. She go see. She go see. Granda. Who she go see? She go see. She go see. Sakra. Sick and shut in. Hush to go fish, you 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 go saga. Push you go sundanitaga, sakara. Abuse and addiction. Hush to go fish, you go fish, you go fish, you go saga. Push you go fish, you go fish, you go fish, you go saga. Push you go fish, you go fish, you go saga, sakara. Sick and shut in. Be prisoners and missionaries. Hush to go fish, you go fish, you go fish, you go saga. Around you go fish, you go saga, sakara. Deceased in hospice, she should sick and shut in, abuse and addiction, congregation, church, she should go say, she go say, she go say, she go saga, she go saga, sakra. Prisoners and missionaries, she go say, go say, she go saga, sakra. And what else we got? Friendship to ministries and family, she should go say, she go say, she go say, she go saga, she go say, she go say, she go saga, sakra.
And that might be a congregation of churches. That are kind of, that's it, I think. They can shut in congregation churches, pressure many family, unsaved, season house, abusing the dick, shut in the gun, 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 Alrighty then, Father God. That's that. So let's pray for discernment. Hush the gosh, 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 the Um, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, walking around the supernatural, discernment, peace that surpasses all understanding. Hushi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go saga, hushi to go saga, sakara. Growth in our gifts and our fruits, shushi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go saga, hushi to go say, she to go saga, sakara. Growth in our gifts and in our fruits, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, discernment. Gifts and fruit, discernment, not one understanding, peace pass all understanding, discernment, walking around with supernatural. Uh, what else we got? Um, health, healing, and restoration. Shadow the Gandro, Shido Go Rando Go, Sida Gasan Rando Go, Sishido Go, Sishido Go, Sishido Go, Sa, Handaka, Sakara. Supernatural, superhuman strength, ability, gifts, and talents on a synergistic and increasing basis. Under the gun, 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 Thank you, Father, for wisdom. Uh, what am I praying for? I don't know. My mind just got distracted. Um, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, discernment, supernatural, superhuman, strength, ability, gifts, and talents, synergies, and increasing basis. Um, health, healing, restoration, renewing of a mind. Yada gundi da gundi da go randi da go se shi da go se shi da go se shi da go se shi da sakara. Renewing of a youth, shi da go se 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 shi da go se
praying for you. Pushy to go say, to go say, to go say, she go randaka, sakara. Financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Shenna the gun, the gun, the gun, randa go say, shakara. Ability to persevere to the end. Shenna the go say, she go say, she go saraka, sakara. And did I get peace, peace that surpasses all understanding? She should go say, she go say, she go say, she go saraka, sakara. And I think that'll do it. All of them. Let's get this, this, this. So, anybody got a prayer? Anybody prayer going once? Anybody got a prayer going twice? Okay, no problem.
The word of God says to seek first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness. And all of these things will be given unto you. No matter where you're at in life and what you've been through and what you've done and what you're going to do, draw near to God. God honors a broken spirit and a contrite heart. And he will meet you where you are. Have I in heaven but thee? And there is none on earth that I you beside me. A flesh in my heart may fail. you are my strength and my portion forever. I trust.
Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile.
Yes, 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 
That's how we know we're doing things. I just think of the man, the thinker. He's just sitting there with his hand on his head. He's thinking. He's conscious of his existence because of our soul. It is the seat of our personality. The elements which make us human belong to the soul. Intellect, thoughts, ideals, love, emotion, discernment, choice, decision, etc., etc., etc. Are but various experiences of the soul. I'm going to go through that again. The elements which make us human, now I mean some of y'all might not belong to that category like Erica, but anyway. The elements which make us human belong to the soul, intellect, thought, ideals, love, emotion, discernment, choice, decision, etc., 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 are but various experiences of the soul. Our thought life, when thinking about things, what we experience, the emotions we feel, our intellect, discernment, choice. That's a huge one. But all of them emanate from the soul. It has been explained already that the spirit and the body are merged in the soul which in turn forms the organs of our personality. That is why the Bible sometimes called man soul as though man has only this element. For example, Genesis 12 and 5 refers to people as souls. Again, when Jacob brought his entire family down to Egypt, it is recorded that all the souls of the house of Jacob that came into Egypt were three score and ten. Numerous instances, numerous instances occur in the original language of the Bible what soul is used instead of man. For the seat and essence of the personality is the soul. To comprehend a man's personality is to comprehend his person. Man's existence, characteristics, and life are all in the soul. The Bible consequently calls man a soul. That which constitutes man's personality are the three main faculties of volition, mind and emotion. Volition is an instrument for our decisions. Revealing our power to choose. It expresses our willingness or unwillingness. We will or we won't. Without it, man is reduced to automation. Mind, the instrument for our thoughts, manifests our intellectual power. Out of this arise wisdom, knowledge, and reasoning. Lack of it makes a man foolish and dull. The instrument for our likes and dislikes is the faculty of emotion. Through it, we are able to express love or hate and to feel joyful, angry, sad, or happy. Any shortage of it will render man an insensitive as wood or stone. Y'all got all that one? I'll just read it later on, because I know y'all jot notes and stuff down, so yeah. Can you repeat it? <laughs> you would say that, wouldn't you? That which constitutes man's personality are the three faculties of volition, mind, and emotion. Volition is the instrument for our decisions, revealing our power to choose. It expresses our willingness or unwillingness. We will 
or we won't. Without it, man is reduced in automation. Mind, the instrument for our thoughts, manifests our intellectual power. Out of this arise wisdom, knowledge, and reasoning. Lack of it makes a man foolish and dull. The instrument for our likes and dislikes is the faculty of emotion. Through it, we are able to express love or hate, feel joyful, angry, sad, or happy. Any shortage of it will render man as insensitive as wood or stone. A careful study of the Bible will yield the conclusion that these three primary faculties of personality belong to the soul. Too many past scripture passages exist to quote them all, hence only a few selections can be enumerated here. All right, y'all got that? Y'all were merging at the same time we had an accident, so somebody go first, somebody go second. <laughs> I said, I just got off, so I'm ready all righty. One more time, Jackie. Our three faculties of volition, mind, and emotion. Okay, this is what we're talking about, mind, spirit, soul, and body. So the three, three aspects of our soul are volition, mind, and emotion. Volition is the instrument for our decisions, revealing our power to choose. It expresses our willingness or unwillingness, we will or we won't. Without it, man is reduced in automation. Mind, the instrument for our thoughts, manifests our intellectual power. Out of this arise wisdom, knowledge, and reasoning. Lack of it makes a man foolish and dull. The instrument for our likes and dislikes is the faculty of emotion. Through it, we are able to express love or hate and to feel joyful, angry, sad, or happy. Any short of it will render man as insensitive as wood or stone. All right. Y'all going to get it this time, y'all. Catch when I read it the next time. Okay. A careful study of the Bible will yield the conclusion that these three primary faculties of personality belong to the soul. Too many scripture passages exist to quote them all. Hence, only a few selections can be enumerated here. Okay, so he's coming from Psalms 27 and 12. Give me give me not up to the will, original says so, of my adversaries. Psalms 41 and 2. Thou dost not give him up to the will, original means so, of his enemies. Ezekiel 16 and 27. Delivered you to the greed. Somebody got a lot of background noise. Delivered you to the greed, original says, soul of your enemies. Deuteronomy 21 and 14. You should let her go where she will, original says, soul. Deuteronomy 21 and 14. Alas, we have our heart's desire, the original says soul, Psalms 35 and 25. It says, or swear an oath to bind himself, meaning soul, 
by pledge, Numbers 30 and 2. First Chronicles 22 and 19. Now set your mind and heart, original soul, to seek the Lord your God. Jeremiah 44 and 14. This is the Amplified. Desire and lift up their soul to return to dwell there. And Job 6 and 7. These afflictions my soul refuses to touch. And Job 7 and 15. My soul chooses strangling death rather than my bones. The will or heart here points to the human will. Set the heart, lift up the soul. Refuse and choose are all exercises of the will, having their springs in the soul. In other words, when he's bringing out, talking about the will, he's talking about the heart, he's talking about desires, all of those are coming from the aspect of our soul because we have a choice or something we desire or something in an emotional realm. So he's saying those are talking about those emanate from the soul. That's why he used those particular verses. B, the soul's faculty of intellect or mind. Now he's coming from Ezekiel 24 and 25. Whereunto they lift up their soul, their sons and their daughters. Proverbs 19 and 2. That a soul without knowledge is not good. Psalms 13 and 2. How long must I bear pain in my soul? Psalms 139 and 14. Marvelous are thy works. And that my soul knoweth right and well. Lamentations three and twenty. My soul continually thinks of it. Proverbs two and ten. Knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Proverbs three twenty one and twenty two. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and there will be life for your soul. Proverbs twenty four and fourteen. Know that wisdom is such to your soul. Okay, so now that's coming out of the soul's faculty or intellect or the mind. Here, knowledge, counsel, lift up, think, etc., exist as activities of man's intellect or mind, which the Bible indicates is emanating from the soul. Knowledge, counsel, lift up, think. Those are things that are coming from man's intellect. So, again, that's talking about it's coming from man's soul. The soul's faculty of emotion. Now he's breaking this even down in different characters. Emotions of affection. First uh, Samuel eighteen and one. The soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Uh, Song of Solomon one and seven. You whom my soul loves. Luke one and forty six. My soul magnifies the Lord. Job thirty three and twenty. His life aboard bread and his soul dainty food. Second um, Samuel five and eight. Who I who I hate. Oh, Zechariah eleven and eight. My soul was vexed with them. Deuteronomy six and five. You should love the Lord with all your soul. Job ten and one. My soul is weary of my life. Psalm one hundred seven and eighteen. All aboard all manner of food. Okay. Emotions of desire. For whatever they this, thy soul desire, and for whatever thy soul asks of thee. Deuteronomy 14 and 26. 1 Samuel 24. What thy soul may say. 
Psalms 84 and 2. My soul longs, yea, faints for the courts of the Lord. Ezekiel 24 and 21. Your soul's longing. Psalms 42 and 1. So longs my soul for thee, O God. Isaiah 26 and 9. My soul is well pleased. I'm sorry. Isaiah 26 and 9. My soul yearns for thee in the night. Matthew 12 and 18. My soul is well pleased. Emotions of feeling and sensing. Luke 2 and 5. A sword will pierce through your own soul also. 1 Samuel 30 and 6. All the people were bitter in soul. 2 Kings 4 and 27. Her soul is bitter and vexed within her. Judges 10 and 16. His soul was grieved for the misery of Israel. Job 19 and 2. How long will you vex over my soul? How long will you vex how long will ye vex my soul? Isaiah 61 and 10. My soul shall exult my God. Psalms 86 and 4. Gladden the soul of thy servant. Psalms 107 and 5. Thy soul fainted within them. Psalms 42 and 5. Why you cast down on my soul? Psalms 116 and 7. Return on my soul to your rest. Psalms 119 and 20. My soul is consumed with longing. Proverbs 16 and 24. Sweetness to the soul. 55 and 2. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. Jonah 2 and 7. My soul fainted within me. Matthew 26 and 38. My soul is very sorrowful, John 12 and 27. Now is my soul troubled, 2 Peter 2 and 8. He was vexed in his righteous soul day after day. We can discover in the above observations touching upon man's various emotions that our soul is capable of loving, hating, desiring, aspiring, feeling, and sensing. From this brief biblical study, it becomes quite obvious that the soul of man contains in it that part as will, that part known as mind or intellect, and that part known as emotion. Some Bible scholars point out to us that three, that three different words are employed in the Greek to designate life, bios, psyche, and zoe. They all describe life but convey very different meanings. Bios has referred to the means of life or living. Our Lord used this word when he commended the woman who was cast in the temple treasury a whole living, Zoe, is the highest life of the life of the spirit. Whenever the Bible speaks of eternal life, it uses this word. Psyche, or P-S-U-C-H-E, refers to the animated life of man, his natural life, or the life of the soul. The Bible employs this term when it describes the human life. Let us know here that the words soul and soul life in the Bible are one and the same in the original. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for soul Nephis is used equally for soul life. The New Testament consequently employs the Greek word psyche for both soul and soul life. Hence we know soul not only is the one of the three elements of man, but also is man's life, his natural life. In many places in the Bible, soul is translated as life. Only you should not eat flesh with his life, that is his blood, Genesis 9, 4, and 5. The life of the flesh is in the blood, Leviticus 17, 11. Those who sought the child's life are dead, Matthew 2 and 20. 
It is lawful on the Sabbath to save life or destroy it, Luke 6 and 9. Who have risked their lives for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, Acts 15 and 26. I do not account my life of any value, Acts 20 and 24. To give his life as ransom for many, Matthew 20 and 28. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, John 10 and 11 and 15 and 17. The word life in these verses is soul in the original. It is so translated because it would be difficult to understand otherwise. The soul actually is the very life of man. As we have mentioned, soul is one of the three elements of man. Soul life is man's natural life, that which makes him exist and animates him. It is the life whereby man today lives. It is the power whereby man becomes what he is. Since the Bible applies nephesh and psyche both to soul and to man's life, it is evident to us that these two, though distinguishable, are not separable. They were distinguishable inasmuch as in certain places psyche, for example, must be translated either as soul or as life. The translations cannot be interchanged. For instance, soul and life in Luke 12 and 19 and 23 and Mark 3 and 4 are actually the same word in the original. Yet to translate them with the same word in English would be meaningless. They are inseparable, however, because these two are completely united in man. A man without a soul does not live. The Bible never tells us that a natural man possesses a life other than the soul. The life of man is but the soul permeating the body. As the soul is joined to the body, it becomes the life of man. Life is the soul. The Bible considers man's present body a solical body, 1 Corinthians 15 and 44. For the life of our present body is that of the soul. Man's life is therefore simply an expression of the composite of his mental, emotional, or volitional volitional energies. Personality in the natural realm embraces these different parts of the soul, but only that much. Soul life is man's natural life. That the soul is man's life is is the most important fact to recognize, for it bears greatly upon the kind of Christians we become, whether spiritual or soulless. This we should explain further on. All righty. I know y'all got all that, right? Okay. All right, let's get into it again. So aside from having a spirit which enables God, man possesses a soul, his self-consciousness. He is made conscious of his existence by the works of his soul. It is the seed of our personality. The elements which make us human belong to the soul. Intellect, thought, ideals, love, emotion, discernment, choice, decision, etc. by various spirits of the soul. So we talked about the spirit is what we commune with God. We talked about the different aspects of our spirit life. Now he's beginning to break down the aspects of our soul. Our soul is what which is our personality it's the seed of our personality. But our soul is influenced by our body and our spirit. So all three aspects make help to make us who we are. It's been explained already that the spirit and the body are merged in the soul which in turn forms the organs of our personality. Now, again, he's saying organs of this, organs of that. He's saying that because it's denoting these things have a particular function. They have a particular aspect. So the organs of our soul, the organs of our spirit. So when you think of that, you think of something that, that, that's important, that's vital. It's not just like a, a, a piece of skin, a piece of flesh. It's vital to the skin. It's vital to the existence of something. If you start pulling out of the organs of somebody, that begins to alter their life greatly. 
our organs are very important, our heart, our liver, our kidneys, our intestines, those organs. So he's referring to organ as our soul, our spirit, and our body, and he's saying the organs of these different elements, that means these they're very important. This is not something minor. Explained already that the spirit and soul are merged, the spirit and the body are merged in the soul, which in turn forms the organ of our personality. That is why the Bible sometimes called man a soul, as though man only has this element. For example, Genesis 12 and 5 refers to people as souls. Again, when Jacob brought his entire family down to Egypt, it's recorded that all the souls of the house of Jacob that came in Egypt were three score and ten. Numerous instances occur in the original language of the Bible, where soul is used instead of man. For the seed and essence of the personality is a soul. To comprehend a man's personality is to comprehend his person. Man's existence, characteristics, and life are all in the soul. The Bible consequently calls man a soul. When God breathed his life into us, his spirit into us, said, let us make man in our image. So when the triune God had a meeting and said, let us make man in our image, he'd already formed the dirt of the ground. And when he breathed his spirit into that man, man became a living soul. So God's spirit is inside of them. That's why we're not like the animals, animals because we have a spirit. The spirit of God is inside of us. We're formed from the flesh, from the dirt which makes our flesh. But when He breathed His spirit inside of us, that combination of His spirit and the dirt became a living soul, which is the seed of our personality, our mind, our will, and our emotions. That which constitutes man's personality are the three main faculties of volition, mind, and emotion. Mind, will, and emotion. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, mind, will, and emotion. Volition is the instrument for our decisions, revealing our power to choose. It expresses our willingness or unwillingness. We will or we won't. Without a man, is reduced in automation. Okay, that's the area where we make choices. For example, when I see Erica, will I hit her or will I won't? That's a choice. I don't know. It depends on how I feel at the moment. That's the seat of where we make decisions. That's our that's that's our, our, our will. God is not going to violate your will. Understand that. This is a free will dispensation. He is going to give you the will to choose. Will you, will you become a child of God or not? Will you obey my commandments or not? I'm not going to force that on you. Not in this dispensation. Not on this side. When I'm talking about this side, I'm talking about this side of eternity. On the other side of eternity, you know, you ain't got no choice. It's a done deal at that point. But right now on this earth walk as we're walking, he's giving you the option to choose. Choose him or not. That's where your will, your volition is comprised of. Mind, the instrument for our thoughts, manifests our intellectual power. Out of this arise wisdom, knowledge, and reasoning. Lack of it makes a man foolish and dull. The instrument for our likes and dislikes. Okay, so right now he's talking about our mind. He talks about it's the instrument for our thoughts, our intellectual power. He said, out of this come knowledge, wisdom, and reasoning. As we ponder, as we think, as we make choices, we do that in our mind. As I was praying earlier, the Lord began to really touch me, and I just stopped a minute, and my thoughts went elsewhere because I was thinking about this, thinking about that. That was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Remember before I was talking about, you know, praying for wisdom, he was speaking to me. So basically at that point in time, he was downloading information. Now when I get a chance, I'm going to pull back, I'm going to reactivate those thoughts that he was putting inside of me in, and I'm going to ponder them. 
That's just how he works with me. Now, it might be different with you. But, again, our thoughts, our thought life, those things are right there. That's that's where they're coming from, intellect. All right. The instrument for our likes and dislikes is a faculty of emotion. Though through it we are able to express love or hate and to feel joyful, angry, sad, or happy. Any short of it will render man as insensitive as wood or stone. Our emotions. Ooh, that's a powerful one there. That that really is. Because we are so emotional and a lot of us don't even understand or recognize it. And our emotions play a very important part of, of comprising us. There's an emotional aspect. That's why they call it the, the passion of Christ. Passion is coming from that emotional realm. Your emotions, if they're not put in 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 check, your emotions, if they're not put in the proper position, will lead you all astray and crazy and everything else because you won't be stable. Your emotions will jump from one thing to the other. Excuse me? Especially for women at that time of the month. Your emotions are all over the place. What you looking at me for? I'm sorry. I was just going to say, hell. you ain't got to speak to me. Okay. I'm sorry. You know, y'all, y'all know. Y'all might be talking about me right now, but you know I ain't lying. So you you got to understand what this is and where it's coming from. Our emotions play an important role, but everything needs to be under the leadership and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, even every every aspect of your soul, even your thought life. Okay, those things you're thinking about and pondering, everything needs to be under the leadership of the whole, of your spirit, man, which is under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. That's what you need to begin to recognize. It's not saying that these things are important because they are who, who make you up. God gave them to you for reasons. But we need to understand how we're comprised so, we, so that we can understand when you just, your mind is over here, over there, you want to do this, you want to do that, you want to call somebody, but you don't want to call them. No, I didn't say that. That's your emotion. Understand where it's coming from, and if sometimes you know what my emotions are just everywhere right now, I'm gonna just let 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 it get let it get over itself. Don't make decisions out of that, especially important decisions out of that, because then you end up making wrong decisions. They'll come to bite you in the butt. So again, it's just basically just beginning to get an understanding of how we're comprised, and if you do that, then that'll help you understand how you need to walk and conduct your life. A careful study of the Bible will yield the conclusion that these three primary faculties of personality belong to the soul. Too many scripture passages exist to quote them all. Hence, only a few selections can be enumerated here. So now he's coming about the soul's faculty of volition. This is talking about our will, our will to choose. Psalms 27 and 12. Give me not, give me not up to the will of my adversaries. Psalms 41 and 2. Thou dost not give him up to the will of his enemies. Ezekiel 16 and 27. Delivered you to the greed of your enemies. Deuteronomy 21 and 14. You shall let her go where she will. Psalms 35 and 25. Aha, we have our heart's desires. Numbers 30 and 2. Or swear an oath to bind himself by a pledge. First Chronicles 22 and 19. Now set your mind and heart to seek after the Lord your God. Jeremiah 44 and 14. 
They desire and lift up their soul to return to dwell there. Job 6 and 7. These afflictions my soul refuses to touch. Job 7 and 15. My soul chooses a strangling death rather than my bones. The will or heart here points to the human will. Set the heart, lift up the soul, refuse and choose are all exercises of the will, having the springs in the soul. Again, so he was touching on, first he already told you, there's too many scriptures in the Bible. He's not going to touch on all of them, but he wants you to see how these particular words, you just need to begin an understanding of where they are coming from. The will. Refuse. Refuse is a choice. Do you accept or agree? You agree, disagree. I refuse. That's a choice. Choose. All of these are emanating from my will, our, our abolition. So he needs you to see. He's talking about not give up to the will. Not give him up to the will of, of his enemies. Okay? All these are choices. Deliver you the greed of your enemies. Okay? You should go where she will. All these are choices, things that we make a decision on. All these are coming from our volition, our choices. Okay, next, the soul's faculty of intellect of mind. Ezekiel 24 and 25. they lift up their soul, their sons and their daughters. Ezekiel 24 and 25. Proverbs 19 and 2. That a soul be without knowledge is not good. Psalms 13 and 2. How long must I bear pain in my soul? Psalms 139 and 14. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Lamentations 3 and 20. My soul continually thinks of it. Proverbs 2 and 10. Knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Proverbs 3, 21 and 22. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and there will be life for your soul. Proverbs 24 and 14. Know that wisdom is such to your soul. Hear knowledge, counsel, lift up, think, etc. exist as activities of man's intellect or mind, which the Bible indicates emanating from the soul. Again, knowledge, counsel, lift up, think. Okay, all these words are coming in these scriptures. These are things we're talking about in our intellectual aspects of our, who we are. Now the last one, the soul's faculty of emotions. He breaks us down the compartments. Emotions of affection. First Samuel 18 and 1. The soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Song of Solomon 1 and 7. You whom my soul love. Luke 1 and 46. My soul magnifies the Lord. Job 33 and 20. His life aboard bread and his soul dating food. Second Samuel 5 and 8. Who are hated by David's soul. Zechariah 11 and 8. My soul was vexed with them. Deuteronomy 6 and 5. You should love the Lord your God with all your soul. Job 10 and 1. My soul was weary of my life. Psalms 107 and 18. Their soul above all manner of food. Those are exercises of affection. Now we got emotions of desire. Deuteronomy 14 and 26. For whatever thy soul desireth, or for whatever thy soul asks of thee. 1 Samuel 24. What thy soul may say. Psalms 84 and 2. My soul longs, yea, faints for the court, for the courts of the Lord. Ezekiel 24 and 21. Your soul's longing. 
Psalms 22 and 1. So longs my soul for thee, Isaiah 26 and 9. My soul yearns for thee in the night, Matthew 12 and 18. My soul is well pleased. Okay, those he is bringing out is desire, emotions of desire. Now he's coming from emotions of feeling and sensing. Luke 2 and 35. A sword will pistol your own soul also. 1 Samuel 30 and 6. All the people are bitter in soul. Kings 4 and 27. Her soul is bitter and vexed within her. Judges 10 and 16. His soul was grieved for the misery of Israel. Job 19 and 2. How long will you vex my soul? Isaiah 61 and 10. My soul shall exalt in my God. Psalms 86 and 4. Gladden the soul of thy servant. Psalms 107 and 5. The soul fainted within them. Psalms 42 and 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Psalms 116 and 7. Return, O my soul, to your rest. Psalms 119 and 20. Sweetness, I'm sorry, my soul is consumed with longing. Proverbs 16 and 24. Sweetness to the soul. Isaiah 55 and 2. Let your soul delight in itself and fatness. Jonah 2 and 7. My soul fainted within me. Matthew 26 and 38. My soul is very sorrowful. John 12 and 27. Now is my soul troubled. 2 Peter 2 and 8. He was vexed in his righteous soul day after day. These are emotions of feeling and sensing. We can discover the above observations touching upon man's various emotions that our soul is capable of loving, hating, desiring, aspiring, feeling, and sensing. From this brief biblical study, it becomes quite obvious that the soul of man contains in it that part known as will, that part known as mind or intellect, and that part known as emotion. Some Bible scholars point out to us that three different words are employed in the Greek to designate life, bios, psyche, and zoe. They all describe life but convey very different meanings. Bios, remember biology? Bios has, refer, has reference to the means of life or living. Our Lord Jesus uses the word when he commended the woman who was cast, the woman was cast in the temple treasury, her whole living, all that she had. Zoe is the highest life, the life of the spirit. Whenever the Bible speaks of eternal life, it uses his word. Psyche refers to the animate part of man, animate life of man, is natural life or the life of the soul. The Bible employs this term when it describes the human life. Let us note here that the words soul and soul life in the Bible are one and the same in the original. In the Old Testament of the Hebrew word for soul, nephesh is used equally for soul life. The New Testament consequently employs the Greek word psyche for both soul and soul life. Hence we know soul not only is one of the three elements of man, but also is man's life, his natural life. In many places in the Bible, soul is translated as life. So he's the word life, but he's talking about three different words, psyche, bios, and and, uh, and um, zoe. But he's saying that um, psyche, which one he says, psyche and shit, of course, son. Well, zoe is talking about eternal life. But he's talking about psyche and, um, which one, now I'm getting confused. <laughs> okay, so he said, bios refers to life, meaning life of living. Our Lord Jesus uses the word, okay, so bios is zoe, that's what he's talking about. 
So Bias and Zoe is talking about that. So that's representing the highest life or eternal life. So Bias and Zoe talking about the highest form of life referred to in the Bible. But now he's talking about Psyche and what's the other one? That's not here. The word soul and soul life Bible one and the same. Okay, the soul F is U equals soul life. The New Testament. Okay, I got it back. Okay, here it is. Psyche refers to the animated life of man, his natural life or the life of the soul. So now he's talking about psyche being the animated life, that 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 part of us that he said that conscious part of us that makes us know we who that we're in existence. The Bible employs this term when it describes the human life. Let us know here that soul life, soul and soul life in the Bible are one and the same in the original. The Old Testament Hebrew word for soul epis is used equally for soul life. For so soul and soul life in the Bible is the same, and he's talking about psyche refers to that aspect. The Testament consequently employs the Greek word psyche for soul and soul life. So psyche represents soul life according to the Bible. Hence, we know soul not only is one of the three elements of man but also is man's life, his natural life. In many places in the Bible, soul is translated as life. Okay, Genesis 9, 4 and 5. Only you should not eat, with, you should not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. Leviticus 17, 11. The life of the flesh is in the blood. Matthew 2 and 20. Those who sought the child's life are dead. Luke 6, 9. It is lawful on the Sabbath to save life or destroy it. Acts 15 and 26. Who have risked their lives for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 20 and 24. I do not account my life of any value. Matthew 20 and 28. To give his life as a ransom for many. John 10 and 11 and 15 and 17. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The word life in these verses is soul in the original. It is so translated because it would be difficult to understand otherwise. The soul actually is the very life of man. As we mentioned, soul is one of the three elements of man, so life is man's natural life. That which makes him exist and animates him. Is the life whereby, and remember he says soul life or the psyche, is, okay, is the life whereby man today lives, is the power whereby man becomes what he is. Since the Bible applies nephesh and psyche, both the soul and the man's life, it's evident to us that these two, though distinguishable, are not separable. They are distinguishable in as much as in certain places. Psyche, for example, must be translated either soul or soul life. The translations cannot be interchanged. For instance, soul and life in Luke 12, 19 and 23 and Mark 3 and 4 are actually the same word in the original. Yet to translate them with the same word in English would be meaningless. They are inseparable, however, because these two are completely united in man. A man without a soul does not live. The Bible never tells us that a natural man possesses a life other than the soul. The life of man is but the soul permeating the body. As the soul is joined to the body, it becomes the life of man. Life is the phenomenon of the soul. The Bible considers man's present body a soulical body. 1 Corinthians 15 and 44. For the life of our present body is that of the soul. Man's life is therefore simply an expression of a composite of mental, emotional, and volitional energies. Personality is a natural realm embraces these different parts of the soul, but only that much. Soul life is man's natural life. That the soul is man's life is the most important fact to recognize, for it bears greatly upon the kind of Christian we become, whether spiritual or soulless. This we shall explain further on. All righty, I'm done. Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions.
Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions going once? Well, I guess I was supposed to miss part of that because my phone just, like, totally kicked me off the call. Ready then. Okay, and now someone is ringing my bell. I don't know why. Somebody looking to get in the building, I guess. Oh, that might be which we call it. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry, child. Who's at this boat? Was that Nate? That's what it is. Oh, what's up, Nate? All right. Anybody want to comment on the lesson? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we're going over it again. It's a lot of information. Again, repetition is the motherhood of all learning. So, you know, don't think you're going to get And really, until you begin to actually apply it, <laughs> will you really, really get it? You know, even as I'm reading this again, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a greater understanding. You know, again, that's why it's progressive revelation. So, you know, we're going to go over it again. <laughs> we're going to, you know, we got it. But, and this is how God grows us up. So just recognize that aspect of it. Yeah, a lot of it goes on your head. Don't get mad about it as part of the process that's necessary in order for you to grow. And that's the only way any of us is going to grow is by just diligence. See, this is what diligence applies, perseverance. And more than anything, just putting it out there, being empty, and then when you get on your one-on-one, say, okay, God, teach me this, reveal this to me, help me, Holy Spirit, because I heard what was being said, but now, Holy Spirit, Help me with this. And see, that's when he begins. See, that's really when the work is at. On the call, we're going to discuss. We're going to talk about things. And it's really a great thing because it's opening us up and we're all seeing different things. But the true work comes after the call when you're on one-on-one. And then you begin to avail yourself to the Holy Spirit. And then he begins to now. This Again, that's why I say it's training. That's when it begins to happen. And it happens as you begin to encounter situations and circumstances, and then you begin to apply the word, and then he'll bring back to you some of what we've been reading and some of what we've been studying. And then you can go, oh, like the times I tell you what, like a perfect example, I was walking and I, I heard the argument going on inside of me and I was laughing. It was a straight up argument. And I talked about it on the line, but I recognized that that was my soul and my body just, 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 just talking about me because they didn't like what I was doing. And then when, when they got tired of it, when my spirit got tired of it, it said, get in line, and they just submitted. Now, see, any, anything else? Oh, he crazy. He for, no, well, no. That's exactly everything we've been reading, recognizing the different aspects, our emotions. Our, you, this is what helps you so that way you can persevere and be able to press on when you don't feel like it. The importance of letting your spirit take command 
And see, that's the greatness about it because, see, I talk about it all the time. Yes, you get worn out, you get tired, you this, that, and the other. But because your spirit is in charge, your spirit can tap into the Holy Spirit. Once your spirit taps into the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit is directing you to go somewhere, he will give you the strength. He will give you the energy. He will give you, he will give you whatever is needed for you to press on as long as you tap into him. See, that's why he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See, see you see how all this ties together? But it's necessary. So this is a lot of information, and we're going over it again, and we're going over again. However God directs this is how it will happen, but it's for us to grow in him. It's for See, he's got to reveal to you that you got this thing on you called flesh, and it ain't no good thing in it. Other than that, you're going to think you're going around doing all these great and mighty things, and God is saying, you know, really you're wasting your time. But, see, you don't even know you're wasting your time. You see, you think you're saying all these profound statements, and God got to get you to the point, you know, really, that was you talking, not me. See, that's, this, this is all the things that God gets us to see, but, you know, you got to be exposed, and I'm going to be very honest with you. And I try to, but few of his children are walking with this understanding. That's, they don't even recognize. Few of his children are walking with the knowledge of wisdom, soul, and body. I mean, uh, spirit, soul, and body, and, and understanding what leads and how. We, few of his children are. They're, and so they're walking around being led around by their emotions, and, and, and they don't even understand that. Few of his children don't recognize it's the Holy Spirit's job to teach you how to pray. Did I say his job? Yes. And he wants you. But we're saying all these carnal prayers and sounding good. Yeah, really? You're wasting your time. That's really what you're doing. The mouth sound good. And the thing about it, as God trains you, you can walk somewhere and somebody say something. And you, mm, okay, that wasn't a God. As, you, as, you, as God takes that out of you, then you can begin to see when it's in somebody else. And it's not being a judgmental thing. You just begin to recognize. But, again, all of this is what's necessary. Because, see, God desires to draw us up closer to him. God desires us to grow. God does not desire for us to be bound in confusion and, and flesh and, and not knowing. That is not his desire. But if we're not willing, if we're not seeking, if we're not allowing ourselves to be trained, then we're going to walk in us, and we will never know the difference until we get to the other side, and God is going to show you you, and you're going to go, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going on mute. <laughs> okay, now you did refer to this also as a vital organ, right? Yeah, that's that's what I, and I pointed out. I like how he's doing that because it's really it's it's just it's showing you again. I finally pointed out how organs are important for our existence, and he keeps referring to the different parts of our soul, our body as organs, and and, and I, I like that because it shows that they're very important as far as our walk as I walk. Uh huh. And you know that with that organ, because each of our organs. They are a vital part of us, but then until you go deep into it, you get to you have to know the intricacy, the little the, the, the little ins and outs and the little different function inside that organ too. So like you have for your heart, you have your you have the left side of your heart, you have the right side of your heart. One side of your heart is bringing in blood, the other one is pumping it back through to keep the circulation going. But then, too, is the line for where it's hooking up to the other organs to do their function as well. 
And if any time, if one of the functions is slipping, then that's putting a hardship onto the other organs as well. So in order to keep a vital organ going, you got to know the ends, the, the, the deeper ends and out of it to, or to understand its functioning and its purpose. Because by any time, you can't take one of those little clogged veins or arteries and say that it doesn't matter. Because in the long term, if you don't take it and try to correct it, your heart will say, okay, well, hey, I can't, I can't function anymore. So with this, we have to stay mindful and also pray and also do what we need to do to exercise these areas in order to keep this vital organ going. Any comments or criticism? Uh, you know, I, I, huh? Any comments or criticism? <laughs> yeah, I was going to actually uh, some some things I, I've been. I'm, I'm kind of, I ain't really quite there, but I, I think what you're saying is some things the Lord has been showing me. Because even like in sacrifices, there were particular organs that he would take out for different things. You mm-hmm. know, and like I said, I, I ain't quite gotten there, but, you know, that, that, you know the, the organs represent different functions of our life, even in the Word of God, it's the loins of truth. So it's it's a, different organs represent different things, and there's a spiritual attachment to it. I just haven't got the full understanding of that. But I will agree with you, you know, as far as how the vitality of the organs and the interrelation that they, they work with each other. And I, I would also say, like you said, there's there's a spiritual aspect to it too. But, again, I'm, at this point I can't even go any further than just saying that. Oh, okay. Well, like I said, but in time everything will come together. Again, that's why I say it's progressive revelation. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, look at it like this, too, with the baby, which um, feeds off his mother's milk, or if you give him a formula. And a lot of times people would want to introduce food in too soon. Mm-hmm. And that would be too harsh for his system because it's just leaving out of a watery state into now a trying to get to learn this new state. Uh-huh. For now, you got to depend on your digestive system in order to fuel the body instead of that nourishment that was coming from the mother and also from that fluid that they lived in for that month. It's a progression. Uh-huh. And for us, we really don't have we really don't want a foundation for progressing or for to go through the process. And then we tend to say, oh, I can do that, I can do that. And then by the time we get to be around in our 30s or 40s or higher, we see the damage that we did. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Well, you know, when you was like in your teens and your 20s, when you set up there and you overload it on White Castle, this is what White Castle did to you. Or either when you knew you had an allergy going on, but you never took time to find out what was causing the allergy. So now maybe bread and maybe dairy and maybe this and maybe that, and it's done the damage. Mm-hmm. 
Now your doctor will give you medicine, but they will tell you you need to leave this stuff alone. It's no good for you. So chances are if you follow that instruction, the body can heal itself. And you get it back to functioning. It may it may be it may be a miracle of functioning back to hundred percent. It may be back to functioning better than what it was. But if you choose not to go ahead and take out that that's not good for you, or because this is what your selfish nature wanted to do, because I'm grown, you can't tell me what to do type attitude. So then, yeah, you gonna stay over in that disease and sick state. And at this point, you can't say you don't know what ails you because you was already told. <laughs> and now here go the other part. You got your sense of taste. Oh, you know, that show did taste good. Okay, but when it tastes good and when I try to digest and go to the other parts of the body, the other parts of the body go like, ah, oh, this ain't working, this ain't working. And, 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 you know, when it gets to that point of being tired, you're going to hurt. You're going to probably try to give in, give up. And it's just down to a little simple thing. If it ain't working, leave it alone. So that's another thing we have a problem with, letting go. Because we want to have control over everything. We can't have control over everything. We are a part we are we are part of a bio makeup. So if you want everything to function well, it has to get in line, has to get in order. Okay, any uh comments criticism? Anybody else got anything? Anybody else got anything? Good morning. Um, Good morning. Just real quick, like you're saying, like, uh, that I came in at the end of the, the reading, but um, you were talking about the, the organs and everything. And um, one of the things that came to me was we have to be aware that sometimes there are organs that are unnecessary, you know, and we have to be willing to let God surgically, spiritually, you know, remove those things that are unnecessary. And what, what would you mean by organs that are unnecessary? Explain that. Okay, you know, like sometimes you'll say, um, like one of the organs that are unnecessary in our body is, uh, is our tonsils. They'll say, well, you don't actually need your tonsils. We, so we have to remove the tonsils because it affects your breathing or it, it affects this. Or So now they remove your tonsils and everything still works just fine. You know, there are certain things in, spiritually within us that is unnecessary, you know, that we hold on to. Like basically like old hurts. That's because that incorporates into our body, just like when we eat. Whatever we eat, it incorporates into our body function until we until we eliminate it, or it stays in our body. I mean, so it's like, like they say with the meat that's like, for instance, the meat that we eat now, our body can't digest it quickly at all. It takes weeks, months for it to 
go through all the intestines that, you know, the, the mile of intestines or however long the intestines are in our body. It takes a minute for the meat to go through. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing with your spiritual being. There are certain aspects of your past that are still going through your spiritual digestion tract. And so now it's like you, you you're not you haven't been eliminated. It's still in there and it's causing all of this like when they were talking about what you you know, how you're eating is now and how it affects you later, it's the same thing in the spirit. It's still it's still affecting you. But if we let God go through and do the surgery to eliminate all of the unnecessary stuff, then we, you know, we'll we'll be better off. We'll feel better. We'll do better. We'll see better. We'll hear better. It's like, oh, my energy is back. Oh, I can, you know, my body feels better. You know, it's those things that, you know, when you look at the comparison, that that's one thing that God has been really awesome about. And, and if we actually sit down and look at and compare everything, he has been showing us from the molecule to the skin what the function of the spirit, soul, and body really is. If we really look at it, I mean, if you look at um, how your body is set up, when he says we are the body of Christ and everybody has their spot in the body, and this thing, the whole thing about the organs, if we look and notice how this organ does this and this organ does that and, and what their function is, it's the same thing with the, the body of Christ and being a Christian. So it's like he lets us to know, you know, I'm giving you examples. I'm letting you know on every level what this whole thing is about if we just look at it, if we just look for it and be willing to look for it. So that was that was all I was I, w- I would agree and disagree with you. Um, okay, and I, I say like like the thing with the tonsils. Yeah, the man says they're not needed and they'll take them out. But then people who had their tonsils removed find out that they catch colds and stuff more often. And I, I just see that in the sense and, and going going back again to letting God lead us. Because it's a, it's a lot of things we just really don't understand. And I'm not trying to say, you know, if, if, the, if there's a problem and your tonsil needs to come out, then let it go ahead and bring your tonsils out. But, you know, again, man's wisdom and God's wisdom is, is so vastly different. And, and we'll never totally understand the fullness of all things. But, you know, it's like, like what you're saying. We, a lot of what you were saying was those things God needs to remove, or those, that's baggage. And, and it's really, they might be attached to our spirit, but they are not of God. And that's what he needs to remove, the hurt the pain, all of that stuff that we're carrying. And, and, and think about it from this point of view, too. If it has gotten to the point that is attached to your spirit, that means it has gone through your soul to become part of your spirit. Because God says that you, there are times when your spirit has broken or wounded. That means you are so beatered and battened down that it's no longer a soulish hurt. Just like somebody makes you mad. That, that you get mad at something. But if you keep festering and thinking on that, that madness, that anger will turn to bitterness. And that bitterness will begin to, that, 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 that's how it begins to affect your soul. And if you keep it dead, then that bitterness will begin to affect your spirit. And we already talked about how it causes reactions in the body. So 
I, that's why I was saying I agree and disagree with you, but I, but basically I'm pretty much on the same board of what you're talking about. I said what just came to mind was a chitlin cleaning. Oh, a chitlin cleaning. <laughs> a chitlin cleaning. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now for chitlin cleaning, it's um, it's got a lot of garbage and necessary stuff. But before you eat it, you got to clean all that stuff out. Some folks said they ain't going to eat period. <laughs> and this is true. This is true. I mean, but think about it, because they say, you know, we're, you know, we, you know, we, we, we're sinful, and we're no better than a dirty, filthy rag. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those talents, a lot of people look at them as disgusting, but then, too, we follow, we follow under the same rail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right, I got what you on that. So like you were saying, let go of old baggage, this, that, and the other. Now, depending on how old that hog was and that pig was before they killed him, that was a whole lot of crap he went through. Now, to find something that would be looked upon as being disgusting, but then as a delicacy, once properly prepared, Hey, that's a miracle. Just think about it. For all of the stuff during the slavery times, the slave masters thought was garbage and gave over to the slaves. They found the purpose for it. It kept them strong. It gave them energy. And it amazed the oppressors. But they made it work. But in order to go ahead to make it palatable, to make it nutritious, to make it vital to work in the body, they had to clean the of of they had to clean it of okay, they had to clean the stuff out of it from what environment that it was in. You understand? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I was waiting on somebody to comment. Okay. Right, anybody else got any comments? No, chitlin cleaning did it for me. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> Wait a minute, was that Pam? Yep. Well, Pam, we, well, we, well, we told her to tell her that double DNA training bra funding did it for me. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm, y'all funny. I thought I wanted to come with, with a comment about a jock strap after the training bra, but I said, I'm going to just leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, well, anybody got anything going once? Anybody got anything going twice? 
Alrighty then. Well, time for prayer requests. Okay, I'll step up to the I'll step up to the to the step. You step up to the chitney cleaning plate? Huh? Step up to the chitney cleaning plate? I'll step up to the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I got one, Sam. Okay. I got a meeting tomorrow morning at seven o'clock at the Oak Brook Hilton. Oh, okay. Back with the guys. Uh, yeah, a lady called me this morning, and uh, she had Damon John. Their people called me yesterday, and uh, she got me to, uh, to do a talk tomorrow morning, seven o'clock at the Oak Brook Hilton in front of a bunch of uh, CEOs. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. What kind of, they got you talking in front of them? Yeah, she called me this morning and asked me what was I doing tomorrow morning. And I said, what's up? And she said, well, you know, we had David Johns here. I said, well, I was at his training academy. And his people called me yesterday. And so she said, uh, well, we're meeting tomorrow morning with a bunch of CEOs from CEO space and uh, capital, venture capitalists, and uh, we would like you to come in and give a brief description and talk about you. And so uh, so I'll be here at 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Hey. That's interesting. Mm. That's interesting. No. If I'm understanding correctly, this is not in a meeting of inventors, but this is a meeting of owners. And yeah. You're going to yeah. be standing in front of them yeah. about you. Yeah. <laughs> so what aspect of you do they want to hear about? That's going to be interesting. That's what we'll be praying about. So see, yesterday I had a good conversation with another gentleman. I told him there was confusion going on, and I, I'm at a standstill kind of point. I don't know what, what direction, because there's some things I agree with, and there's some things I don't agree with. But something as big as getting ready to take place. I got a meeting coming up with a guy who could possibly start making my unit I'm meeting, I'm having a phone conversation with them tomorrow. They're out of Chicago. He's one of the biggest NASCAR racers in the country, but he also owns an electrical company, and they're into a place of And I'm going to be talking with them on tomorrow. They have the ability to actually make my product. So uh, there's, there's a lot getting ready to take place. I just want to make sure the leading is the right way. Uh, I don't feel led, Mike, Sam, and Jerry feel led to go with the Energy Coalition. I don't feel it in my spirit because I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg. If he did steal Facebook, I don't trust Bill Gates in a sense because he did not really invent Microsoft. You know, they actually took those companies mm-hmm. and then made them And that's who's been looking at our product right now online. Mike and sent them a letter, and they I went to the Facebook page, and they have been looking at us. And uh, I'm waiting to hear from Roger Crockett because 
he was saying big companies like that could steal it, and they right. can, they they have so much money they can make it sound like we took it from them. So, you know, myself and uh, Mr. Wake, we had a long conversation yesterday, and he feels the same way I do. We've been playing about certain things, and want to make sure the right step is the right step. Okay, Let, I'm gonna pray for Renee first, and then I'm gonna pray for you. Okay, Sam, can I say something to him? Go ahead. Okay, this is Nate, right? Yeah. Okay, Nate. Uh-huh. Uh, for what for what you feeling? That's a good thing because it's letting you know that for the passion and for the energy that you have for this product, you know. That 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 is like your child, and for the way you feeling is very legit because just like you said about Bill Gates making Microsoft, which it was a spin off of Apple, he just said that he just wanted to go ahead and make something that was more user friendly. You look at um. Apple's other inventions, um, like iPod. Okay, it's the MP3 player. Okay, that's his function. But since they got that, since they got that, um, that patent on the word iPod or iPad, ain't nobody else uses. But they can come up with other versions of it. It's just that they can't have it for where it's the exact replica of what you all, for what you have. So by all means, pray on it, um, do more study into it to make sure that you, because in doing this, you're going to strengthen the integrity of your product. And that way you also have the knowledge that if someone tries to come up and make something, in certain provisions and stuff for where if it's in their product, they had overstepped your patent. And then whatever money they made off of it, it, it's supposed to generate back to your company. Okay? Correct. Okay. Okay, Sam, I'm finished. Okay. I'm going to pray for her, Nate, then I'm going to pray for you. Okay, Father God, I'm gonna lift up Brene Harakorambokush and her house, and I'm gonna pray for her household first. Shada Kumbarande de Kasada. I'm gonna pray for Chrissy. Shada de Gose, Shandrande de Gose, Shada Gose, Shada Gose, Shada Goranda Ka. Hande de Gose, yes, yes, yes. Continue to speak to Chrissy. Shada de Gora and move in her heart. Shada Goranda and allow the word of God to rise up inside of her. Shada de Gose so she can be encouraged, Lord. Shada Gora. She seems downhearted right now, Father, because she seems like she's lost her way. She's like really just doesn't know, Lord. But, Lord, wrap your arm around her and love on her, Father. Rush you to go say she to love on her, Father. Rush you to go say she to go say love on her, Father. Run to go say she to go and let her know that you are there for her, run to the, and you're blessing her abundantly. I said that in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Pray for Denise. Haram. Thank you, Father. Continue, Father, to bind the depression. Mm. Okay, I'm coming across that twice. 
buying the depression, the impression that's going on. Okay, evidently something come is something's in your household that's causing everybody to be negative. Thing there that you need to pray about because I, I I was going with Chrissy and I felt I felt that and now I'm talking about Shanice. So evidently there's something there working. Um, just Lord, begin to reveal to them what or how or whom it is, Lord, so they can begin to make the necessary adjustments in order to come up out of this. Father, yet it'll go say she touch Renee, she did touch Tisa, touch Chrissy, touch Shanice, she did go Let your word begin to rise up in each of them, she did go and begin to illuminate, Father, yet so they can begin to see what it is that, of course, it'll go say that that is allowing that that depression and that oppression to come into the household, and then they begin to, of course, to go do what is necessary and needful, so they can get that thing out of the house, Father. You're to go sit it bind them together, one in one accord. Should have got to the God in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. 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 All right, and I'm gonna pray for you, Nate. Get you real quick. Um, now that you see that they see. Walk more circumspectly mm-hmm. and just watch your your surroundings because we're living in a time right now where um, before this year is out, the everything needs to be in a certain order. If you could put your if you if you could put your phone on mute for a minute, Renee. Huh? Put your phone on mute for a minute, please. And they're somewhere, right? Okay. Because the thing is, with, with what's going on, God is setting a stage for the coming years. Um, because when we were doing the Bible study yesterday, it brought, it, 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 it hit about he's giving us warnings and signs. And so he's giving he's giving all of us who have that he has given um that he has given a goal, that he has given uh um you know, he's given all of us an assignment. There you go, thank you, Lord. And he and we all need to be in a certain at a certain position in our assignment before this year is out. And so the enemy knows that. And so just be aware of your surroundings, be aware of, you know, of everything and, and everything that's being said and unsaid. Watch body language, watch, 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 watch. That's, that's, that's the word, watch. Okay. And, and on all that. Okay. And that's, that's all I have. Okay. All right. Yeah, cause they you going into the lion's den, so be a good Daniel. Randy to go say she 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 to go run to the gun 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 he needs to see clearly you, Lord. 
He needs to see clearly you, Father. Hmm. Ah, yes, Lord. First of all, let peace settle on him to keep him positioned exactly where he needs to be, Father. Hmm. Let the peace of God settle on him, Lord. There we go. There we go. So it won't matter what's going on around him. He will be still. And he will hear from you. He will be so still, he will be able to detect what is of God and what is not. See, what what I see is like a whole bunch of fog, thick darkness, but I see a road of light coming toward you that's going to cut through. And that's really what you're trying to see. You're trying to make a distinction between what path you need to go. And see, with you stopping right... Oh, shout out that guy. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow, you stopping right now is so important. It's so vastly important because you're stopping and saying, I'm not moving unless God tells me to move. I don't see. I don't know. I'm not rushing it in anything. So all the stuff that the enemy has set up is now just they don't really know how to because they're trying to get you to move. and for, They're trying to get you saying, no, I'm going to trust God. It's just like on a football field. Everybody's getting ready to tackle the dude, and the dude just stops, and everybody else runs into each other. That's literally what's going on. You know, and they talk about that, you know, that, that awareness, and that's really what you got right now. You got spiritual awareness, but it's also coming out in the natural realm. So now, Father God, what needs to happen is, hmm, hmm, how can this happen, Father? The divine connections that you have orchestrated, but I see them coming from different ways. Mm-hmm. I see divine connections coming from different It's like I saw a beam of light, but then all of a sudden it's like beams of light, and they're all from God. They're coming from different ways, and they all, mm, they all have different particular functions and meanings and directions. Father God, yada to go did it, go did it, go rand it, go slur, go did it, go did it, go did it, go rand it, go sish it, go sish it, go sish it, go sarak. But what's first? What's first, Lord? That's what he's trying to figure out. What goes first? Yada to go. Who goes first? Yada to go did it, go bok, rand it, go sand it, go. Huh. Okay. Yanda to go, did it, go, did it, go. Huh. Father God, you have a divine order. You have a divine order. You have a divine order. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I say, line up in the divine order that God has orchestrated this to happen. The divine order that God has orchestrated this to happen, begin to line up right now, right now, right now, right now, in the name of Jesus. I command you to line up. And, ooh, 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 okay. Now, and Father God, in the divine order that you needed to happen, let it begin to line up. And we bind this confusion. We bind this chaos. We bind this darkness. And we tell you to stop in the name of Jesus. Stop right now. You will not go any further. Only the light of God will begin to come forth. You cannot, you will not go any further. You will not do any more. 
than what you've already done, and it will cease and desist right now in the name of Jesus. Mm. Now, Father God, bring that light. Mm, yakara. Now bring that divine order of the way that you need things to manifest, Father God. Bring that to be right now. Okay. Now we're coming to this meeting about tomorrow. It, it is part of the divine order. Okay, yakara. It is part of the divine order because you recognize and you recognize that they recognize and you recognize they ain't letting you go because, see, they see. So, okay, tomorrow's meeting is part of the divine order. So now, Father God, what does he need to do? Mm. 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 Oh, wow, really? Okay, yeah, I got. I, you know what? I don't really know. Well, you don't know, <laughs> or who or what. But you know, I see boldness. Wow, you know what I see, and I don't really. Okay, I'm gonna just say this, and then I want you to say a lot without saying much at all. And I mean that in a sense, they want to know who you are. But they also want to know what you got. And and the boldness is how, the, and see, you again, like I said, when you get on your one-on-one, you go up there and let them know I'm a man of God. You let them know how this happened. And then, as they say, you drop the mic, you take your product, and you do what you need to do, and you do a small demonstration. That's a done deal. You let, look, I am a man of God. This is how they, they say they want to know who you are and how this happened. Let them know how this happened. However, you and God orchestrate this thing. You, you set the bar. Let them know who you are and how this happened. You go up there, you however you need to, do, to speak, you do what you need to do. Then you drop the mic. Now, this is how this manifests. You pull the veil off of your product, and then you do what you need to do to give a small, short demonstration, and then you say, are there any questions? That's how you proceed with that. Tomorrow's meeting is part of the divine order. I do believe there are other things that God is bringing your way, but tomorrow is definitely one of them, and I believe you recognize that the hand of God has been upon you for all of that. So, Father God, I'm going to begin to speak about tomorrow's meeting. As far as the divine, that man's heart is burning towards you. That's why he can't let you go. Ooh. Ooh. His, he's trying to figure out what to do to get you to come. <laughs> That's why he ain't let you go. Cause, but see, and I believe it's going beyond the monetary. I believe I, 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 I don't know if he's a man of God or not, but I know God has been dealing with him, and he, in his heart, he can't let you go. 
That's why he's like, okay, call him back, call him back, call him back. He ain't letting you go. So you let God, Yakandero, go. God is already, this is part of it. And God, Yakandero, is going to even continually show you how to work with it. Because tomorrow, Yakandero, okay, I see contracts, 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 contracts. Contracts, contracts, contracts. What do we need to do to get you to the next level? That's what's going to come out of this meeting tomorrow. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Because you know this is all about you. Okay, excuse me, everybody else. They called this meeting about you. They called people that they know might be willing to go again because it's orchestrated because of you. Uh, I'm going to tell you a crazy little story. When I was young, I was seventh grade, seventh grade or whatever, I was walking to school and I saw this dead cat on the on the sidewalk. So the next day I got a box and I took the cat and I put him in the box and I took him to school for a science project. Of course the teachers took it, oh yeah, nice, and they took it and threw it away. <laughs> but but what they did is from that they began began an after school science program. And but see, my mother worked in the school, and it was years later that she told me, well, you know the reason they started that program was because of you. I didn't know that. I just Because in all honesty, I think they started the program, if I remember correctly, nor me, I probably didn't want to be part of it. <laughs> but they started that program because of what I did or who I was, and they did that whole program. I'm saying that to say this, because of you, man of God, they called this meeting in order. Because of you, man of God, and because of God working on your behalf, they called this meeting in order. Because of God reconciling, now is the time, they, they brothers. So don't, don't, don't worry about coming in there and being meek and mild until you know how to walk in God. You know how to be humble and how to be meek. But yet and still, you also learn how to be bold and how to say what God has told you to say. So that's tomorrow. You come and tell. They want to know who you are? Okay, I, I was brought to this meeting because I was until you are. I want to know who I am. Well, let me tell you who I am. And you tell them who you are, how you got to where you are, and then you introduce what God has given you to walk. And you say, mm, Yaka, in your heart that this is beyond this. This is a product. This is an industry. I understand and I recognize that, and I'm looking for those who are willing to partner up with my vision. And you leave it at that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Ooh, Father God, how you to go say, Father God, I just got to praise you on that one. Shout out to go say, Dede the Ganda Father. Yes, yes, Lord, I just got to praise you. As you will continue to move in this man's heart and his his situation, the circus, and all those that you have to work with him, in Jesus' name I Woo, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I'm going or not. Huh? I ain't checking. All right, let me check my message real quick. Hi, Yeroko Seshiroko Sarako Rambo Siroko Sarako Seshiroko Braka. All right, okay. Yeah, she's uh she's in the training so she can't be on. But I think 
So I think you pretty much have what you need from this point. <laughs> mm. Amen. Yep. Amen. All righty. So anything else, brother Nate? Ah, uh, that's it. <laughs> well, hey, man, I'm glad. This Oh man. All right. Well, who else wants prayer? Hey, hey Sam. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Wouldn't it be nice for Nate to sit up there telling when we go in? He's out here to be about my father's business. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Okay. Anybody else want prayer? Yeah, you can pray for me. Oh, Miss Scotty. Baby, let me pray for the baby real quick. I did not pray for the baby. That's I'm sorry, baby. You ready for your prayer, baby? Yes, you ready. Haya kanya ho ya 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 kumbroni ya rariando koseke ya raraka da ha ya ya no kuhu rani ya rarande ke ya rakonde ke yes teriga ya rakumbushi ka ha Father God ye korumbushi ke ha yerose ya kada Amen. Amen. I got so many pounds. All righty, you ready, Miss Pamela? Hey guys. <laughs> well, I just prayed for you, baby. You want some more, huh? <laughs> yeah, had the thing in her ear. She still up here just got, got quiet then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pamela, Pamela, Pamela. Okay. You ready? Yep. Rush to go to go Yes, 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 talking about how the soul is comprised up of our mind, will, and emotions. And we talked was breaking down. He just broke down different compartments of the soul, like desire, emotions, um, your feelings, senses, or whatever. 
So what I see in you, I mess with you because I call you Picky Pam. You know, you want things your way, and I got to have it this way. Okay, so now that aspect of who you are in that capacity, God, in other words, it's got to be a certain way. I'm, I, 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 and you're really not willing to settle. You really, and you get frustrated when it, you know, and that's part of you. You know, I, I got to, if I can't have it my way, I don't want it. And that's, that's part of who you are. Yeah, I'm messing with you, but I'm being truthful too. But what I see is God taking that aspect of your soul and using that regarding your spirit to grow you up in the word of God. See, he's taking that aspect of you not settling and he's feeding your spirit because, see, that's what you've been doing since you've basically been over at the building. Your spirit is getting getting fed even though you didn't realize that. And, and you've been grabbing hold of things of the spirit, and, and, and a foundation has been being built. And, and what's happening in you now, that foundation is, is almost finished being built, and now God is saying that willing to unsettle, trained by my word, is now going to begin to make you rise. Because, see, as you begin to see things that that is not in line with what God has you to do, you're going to be unwilling to settle. You're going to be unwilling to stop, and you're going to grab hold of his word, and you're going to use the word. And understand when I say use the word, because we really don't. Don't use the word. We're going to apply the word. That's a better manifestation. That's a better verbiage. That's a better use. We're going to apply the word, and it's going to make, you're going to get in there. You're going to growl. You're going to grovel. You're going to do whatever needs to be done in order for the transformation to occur. But here's the kicker. In the process of you going through, you're going to get out of yourself. You're gonna you're gonna start doing things that you didn't normally want to do or didn't do, and you're gonna find it. And I, you're just doing it. So that pickiness that's in your soul about what you don't want, want, don't want, that's gonna die in the soul, but it's gonna come alive in the spirit as far as the unwillingness to settle. Because God uses that in our, to humble and make us submit as he gets us. Again, we got to recognize it's our flesh nature. There's no good thing in it. So God will let certain things rise up as he, you want it, you want to do this, then you got to go through here. And, and so he's using, he's transforming you because you're, begin, you're feeding your spirit. You're feeding your spirit because something has come ablaze inside of you that you recognize you need spiritual food. You recognize the only way to come out of this is through the word of God. You recognize that I, I can do it or it can be done if I seek his word. And that's fueling your fire. And as long as you fuel your fire according to the word and by the leadership of the Holy Spirit, you're going to increase and you're going to grow. So your pickiness, Pam, is being transformed into perseverance for the word of God. Amen. 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 But I find it funny. Yeah, you usually do. Yeah, well, Except you know. when it's directed at you. 
Wait, wait. And they almost said, yeah, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yo, you remind me of that Mac Cake commercial. <laughs> mm. Okay, have you seen it for the lady sitting at the table and this cow comes in? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a bunch of grass. <laughs> and then the Mac Cake cow come in and said, yeah, it's going to be messing with you, ain't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with Pam. Ain't nothing but love, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's next? All righty. You scared people away. Yeah, I see. I don't know what's wrong. Ain't nothing but little pro. Don't nobody want a pro? You know, mm-hmm. we're not stepping on toes and telling the truth. Everybody can't handle it the same way now. The truth? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> a few good men. Wasn't that a good stuff, a few good men? Yeah. Uh-huh. Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anybody want prayer going once? Me. Anybody want prayer going twice? Me. Oh, I'm sorry, me. I, I okay, okay. Miss Felicia. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Fifi. Me. Me, 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 me. Okay, let me pray for Felicia. Boom, boom. I'm gonna pray for now. Boom, 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 boom. Let me pray for Felicia. Boom, boom. I'm gonna pray for now. Yeah, I'm praying for Felicia. I'm getting down in there good. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Does a dance come with that song? You know what? Does a dance come with that song? <laughs> I was cutting a step over here too. I think it, I think it kind of came from one of my old something because it just was ringing a bell. But of course, I won't I won't sing the Q version on. I will leave that alone. But anyway, don't don't do the Q version of anything on the prayer call. Nah, I, I, I'm gonna leave it alone. You know, okay? You know, I don't know why. You but temptations in the background. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, Felicia. Rambo se arande ke, ya rambo se ke ande. Ho rambo ka ha, ha se yo rambo ko ra. Ha rambe ke yo rambo, ha rambe ke yo rambo. I see paths of you to choose. I see you standing, trying to figure out, Lord, which one do I go? Father God, I see this difficult one here. Over here, I I see the Lord. But which route do I go, Father? Hmm. Well, oh wow! Ooh, 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 ooh! Now this is the thing. 
telling you about the blessing. So you're trying to say, will I get the same blessing if I go through a different path? Because, I mean, all honesty, if I ain't got to go through all of that to get the same outcome, naturally, why would I do that? But it's the same God that's on each of those paths. So now, what does she do, Father? Mm. And God is not allowing you to stay where you're at. (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) It's like you got a fire coming up behind you, so you recognize you got to move. You can't stay there, but you don't know which way to go. Oh wow! Now this is this is oh 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 oh! I got you on this one. Mm mm mm. The paths in front of you, <laughs> each one represents a different thing. Now it might be multiple paths, but there's one path that is definitely for the flesh. There's another path that you can see and you can envision that I can do this because I can manage this. I see this is workable. I can figure it out because it's all coming from your soul. <laughs> but that one from the spirit, you're looking at it, oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm already seeing snakes and, and ain't no trail there. And I see, di- I see difficulty before I even get in that forest. Ah, but why is your heart burning toward the one that's most difficult? Why, why, Lord, I'm trying, like, look, I, I walk away from the one that's most difficult only to wake up like Groundhog Day and I'm standing right in front of it again. You're going to get out of my house. And, and, and look, I'm trying to get away, but God, I keep finding myself right back in front of this thing again. Lord, if you wasn't God, I might say a few things. That's that's literally how you feel. And so now you, oh, wow, now this is what I got. You would sit here in Felicia where you at and ponder this thing, but because you got a fire coming behind you, <laughs> you don't have the opportunity. Because <laughs> you got to move. So I'm going to ask you this. Do you want God to help you decide? Yes. Father God, she says that she wants you to help her decide. She says, Lord, Whatever it is that you want me to do, whatever path you want me to be on, I am turning it over to you. Mm. Holy Spirit, I'm going to ask her one more time just to make sure. Now, do you want God to decide which path you want to go on? Yeah, (laughs) right now. His way would be his way would be the best right now. 
The right now what? His way would be the best way. Okay. All right, Lord. You heard. I don't need to ask no more is what he said. Okay, he said, okay, Father God, well, Lord, she needs a little help. Mm. She needs a little help, Father God, to get <laughs> where you want her to be. She's turned it over to you, Lord. Okay, I'm going to You watch football, any Felicia? Um, I know the concept. I don't watch it. Okay. So do you know what, like, a punt or a kick is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, you're going to get punted or kicked in, into the path that you need to go. I'm just letting you know. Do you know why he would do that? And you won't even have the opportunity to turn back. So, in other words, the difference of you being punted or kicked, because, see, that's going to put you, like, down deep where you need to go rather than walking in at a step at a time. Yeah. So that's what he's about to do. Do you accept this? this is the last time. Are you accepting of what he wants to do? I accept everything. Yes, sir. Okay, Father God, you heard her. She's been asked. She's accepted. Holy Spirit, now it's on you. Okay, I'm going to let you know now. See, I'm about to, I done took my shoes off. I'm, 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 my kitchen. I get the signal. I'm going to, I punch. Remember your sister, that prayer we had that and I hit that ball like a long way out. She ended up sprawling on the floor. Long time ago, when, and she was on the line, and I don't know, it was like I hit a ball, and I could just see it. It's just see it. And it was like, you know, because it was traveling distance, and when it hit her, and like, bam, next thing I know, she was in her office. And she know how she used to go to the room. But she was like on the floor and all. You could just hear her just laid out in the spirit, just crying and just, just going there. Are you? I guess I do. Because you, cause you're getting ready. You can't turn around now if you want to because there ain't no way out. Somebody, a lot of noise. Thank you. Okay, Father God, I'm gonna count down. And when I get to zero, I'm gonna punch. Four, Horondi de Kasaka. Three, Shakara de Kodosa. Two, mm-hmm, here we go. Ready? One, mm. Zero. Oh, there it is, right there. There it is going. Going, mm, going, yep, yep, going, yep, you got it now, you got it now, it's carrying you, it's carrying you, it's carrying you, it's carrying you, it's, ah, we're getting ready to descend, you're coming down, you're 
coming down. Coranda, you coming down. Rara, you coming down. Rara, Sharahandu, Sharaka. Yeah, you go. There you go. There you go. Ah, well, your walk is going to be different. Your life is going to transform. Your prayer life, your seeking him, all of that's going to transform from this moment on because you ain't going to have a choice. In order for you to move or come out of where you're at, you're going to have to crawl. You're going to have to fight. You're going to have to do whatever you need to do to get into him because he's going to be your safety, your protection, your leadership, and your guidance. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. She going like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Well, anybody else want to pray? Well, anybody else want to pray going once? You poor fish. <laughs> what was that? Oh, she be all right. Anybody else want a prayer going twice? Okay, then. Well, you can pray for me. This is Gigi. Oh, hey, Gigi. How you doing? I'm good, and you? I'm doing all righty. Yeah. All righty. Mm-hmm. I will pray for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, you would you Okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. Don't be hating cuz your voice isn't as eloquent as mine. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Lord, let me pray for Gigi. I know the guy, the guy, the guy. Okay, I guess that's what's going to happen. So this is going to happen, Gigi. I'm going to pray in the spirit, and the Lord is going to open up your eyes. Okay, Father God, I'm going to pray in the spirit, and you're going to reveal to her that what she needs to see. Remove the scales from my eyes so she's seen as you want her to see. She's seeing the spiritual reality. She's seeing those things that you are moving and doing. She sees beyond the natural. She sees into the realm of the supernatural. Father God, help her not to be afraid, the Lord. Help her to grab hold of you and to not be afraid to face those things that you wanted to face. No, God, should have trust in your her, her relationship with her God. Hi, yet go, God, pour forth your anointing upon her heart and her life. Should have God, so she can truly be blessed by you. Should have in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 All right, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Jesus. 
Lord, as we come together and join in another one of your glorious days and sessions, we thank you ever so heartily and again for the obedience of our brother, Sam Farley. You don't do the prayer? We, we appreciate him not only for his obedience, but for his diligence. Thank you for instilling that in him, also his passion. Lord, thank you for this good shepherd, and thank you for him for him listening to your voice. Lord, as he goes out today, keep your hand on him, on him. keep him focused, for he is seeing you work for the good in his life. Lord, Whatever distractions that he comes around today, let it not make him better, but better. All for your light that shines within him. Lord, as you work on him, also straighten up his back, his spine, his leg, give him the strength. Always keep him well equipped with your armor of your word. And Lord, We already know he has the glory to give it all over to you. But, Lord, let him still stay focused on you once you see what all you have for him. All in the name of your son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 I touch and agree with you. Amen. Amen. Sam, right. one thing I will tell you right now. You said what? I said one thing I will tell you right now. You and NATO going to be like exploding volcanoes. <laughs> Lord. Praise God. And the devil sitting on the side to see how much you going to say, hey, look, now it's all about me. So keep that out your mind and out your head. All righty. Anybody else got anything? I'm good. Okie dokie, Smokey. I will say au revoir, and we'll talk in the morning. Okay. Talk have a great day. Right. I'll be in town. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a good day.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.